Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Well, just really trying to take care of them a little bit. You know, when you get in that situation and they have the ears pinned back like that, you know, didn't want to see anything crazy happen. Is he still your starting quarterback? Yes. Yes, he is. Why is that? Because I decided he's our starting quarterback. I think he was also asked a follow-up at some point. Ben was there about was it his call um, on – Benching it. It usually is the head coach's call. And he said, Yeah, that was my call. Um, ben Standig is with us. He was in LA. He was in LA for a while. And he joins us right now, courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline. He is our Washington Commanders insider on this show. You can follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Standig. You can listen to his podcast, Standig Room Only. And you should subscribe to The Athletic. It's totally worth it. It's like nothing on a monthly basis. And you get Ben and you get David Aldridge and you get all the great people that write about local teams, but you get everything else too, the people that cover the league, the leagues, plural. Um, it's totally worth it. I'm a customer, um, and it's been great. Um, so let's go to the moment yesterday. I was in the moment shocked I didn't think that yesterday there have been like I thought the Buffalo game was a possibility. I thought Miami was a possibility. There were, I mean, it's not that Sam was good; he was not very good yesterday. But how did you react? How did you and and those on the beat sitting in the press conference react to Jacoby Brissett entering the game at twenty-eight to seven after the interception? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the, the immediate thought was, oh, wait, did he, did he get hurt? And we were told, no, not hurt. Okay. Um, it was confusing. I mean, you know, I think in the moment it was just sort of like, you know, here they go again. It's another loss. Like, just, or, you know, another game is getting away from them. Just do something different. And then when you hear Ron's initial comments about why he said he did what he did, he's talked about, like, sort of protecting Sam, that it was like, and, you know, and, and considering all the hits Hal has taken this year, I'm like, all right, well, maybe he's just getting beat up. But then you look at this game in particular, he'd only, he was only sacked one time. Right. Barely barely hit, relatively speaking. You know, a p- pretty pedestrian game in that regard from the defense. And then thinking about it a little bit more, and um, I had Jerry Brewer from the Post on my podcast yesterday. Um, you know, he was – we were discussing, like, well, wait, maybe Ron was saying because Hal had just thrown the interception – before that, that maybe he was really saying he didn't want to, he sounds like he didn't want any other crazy stuff to happen, but maybe he was fearing that Sam was setting up for another pick six. He'd had obviously one in three consecutive games. And if there's anything to that, I think that definitely says a lot about where Ron is with Sam right now, because the whole point of this season is to let him play through mistakes. Right. Hopefully, you get the good outweighs the bad, but you let him out. You let him play through these issues to help get a determination as to what's happening. And it did kind of feel that maybe this was a moment of saying, oh, "You know what? We can't keep kind of. There, there's more out there than we're generating uh, right now." And obviously, Brissett comes in, has a couple huge plays. They get two touchdowns. I don't think that's you know, backup quarterback coming like that. Weird things can happen. But it does feel like at least an example of, of how maybe they're just saying, "Look, uh, you're not seeing the game the way we need you to see it right now, and and, and it's time to, to to give you a break and let let the offense uh, get uh, get run by somebody else." Yeah, that's exactly the way I feel. Like the the idea that they were protecting him, and then there was a question about you know Gates, Larson out, Gates in, and was that a part of it? Rivera said no. To me, it was. And especially if you just go back and watch the interception, there are there are other easy takes, uh, including Terry Early, and I don't know what the progression was, and maybe he wasn't supposed to get to that progression. Maybe they've simplified it for him. It's one to two reads, and then it's you know start moving and start creating. I don't know, but to me it was kind of this several week now in a row of playing better teams, better defenses in particular, and not playing well, and that they had gotten frustrated. Yeah, you know, we, I think we talked about this here when I was on last week, that, you know, if, you, if the schedule had been reversed, the tougher right. part it was a great way. first and the, and the weaker yeah. part last, would we view Sam differently? Because if the progression is, if he's playing well against those worst teams, it feels like progression now like you said, I mean, the Rams don't have a particularly great defense statistically, but they are a better team, right? I mean, just, you know, when they're up 28-7, it puts more pressure on on Washington's offense to, um, you know, to get things done. And they just obviously couldn't even with winning the turnover battle yesterday. So, yeah, I, I mean, it does feel like things have gone backwards for Hal and the offense as a whole. So, um, yeah, whether that's exactly because it's, they're playing better teams versus and better defenses as opposed to him just sort of sliding back, you know, I, there has to be something to that. But at the same point, you know, the basics are the basics. And like you said, if he's missing 
sort of open guy. His brain is is wired now to think he's got to make some bigger plays um, because he's either getting pressure or there's something's got to get done or whatever. Then obviously that's not a good thing, and that does represent some sort of a slide back. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, for a season that, you know, we've all accepted Rivera's view, that is, it all comes down to how at this point, this is not a good sign that it's gone backwards the way that it has the last few weeks. Do you have any idea if Eric Bieniemy was okay with the change? Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, we don't get a chance to talk to the coordinators um, after games. I mean, I will say that, like, you know, we, we talked a lot about this year about how come Terry McCorn and John Dotson, but you know, Terry in particular, hasn't had some bigger games this year. And, you know, we go back to the last couple of years with Taylor Heineke, you know, his big move was, and we all kind of made fun of it to an extent, was just throw it up there. Terry's down there somewhere. He'll make a play. And then we see Jacoby Brissett come in and kind of do just that. And it feels like with Hal, like his, you know, his, he doesn't seem to want to throw as well or just throw as much without seeing the opening. You know, he, he his, his, his lack of, sort of uh, gauging the anticipation of what's about to happen seems to not um, be there. We saw Brissett come in and immediately, you know, just, hey, I got my job to do. They've got their job to do. Let me put them in a position to make a play. And, you know, maybe that's too simplistic to say that's some an area where Hal's been lacking, but it really, you know, when you watch Brissett come in and then do precisely that, it does kind of put more of an emphasis on what Hal isn't doing. Um you know, look, I, I think I think it's been a wonder from the start, right? Sam Howe is the better chance to give you a longer-term option at quarterback, but he's not a better chance to get you to eight wins this year. Brissett was that guy from the jump. Um, does, you know, and we've all discussed, what does it mean for Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy to keep their job or get another job or whatever? Is it winning? Is it developing Howe? Um, you know, they obviously went with the Howe part, which I agree with, but... Yeah, the Brissett part probably would have given him a better chance to win each week because he understands how to do the veteran stuff to get the job done. Yeah, the one thing I just want to push back on a little bit because I, I looked this up like uh, two weeks ago when somebody had mentioned that, and I forget if it was you and me talking about this, and then I just pulled it up again just to make sure. Terry's going to end up with more targets this year than he did last year. Just, just, and it doesn't make the targets the same. There, but it's not like he's been ignored this year by Sam Howell. He'll end up with more targets this year in seventeen games than he had last year, unless he doesn't play or doesn't get targeted at all in these final three games. Um, the production well, hasn't been there. They are so were at least throwing the ball more than any team this century. So, I mean, obviously. The targets are going places, but yesterday his catch, McLaurin's 48-yard catch, yeah. was the first 40-yard catch by any receiver this season. I think there, there is a lack of down-the-field play or getting guys the ball where they can make yards after the catch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the part that's so been weird is how is it that McLaurin and Dodson, their stats are not significantly more interesting when the team is throwing the ball as much as they are, and that's the part that's been, yeah, been, been bizarre all year. Yeah, um, 
No, you're right. And uh, and it's actually with the, the attempts here over the last couple of weeks, it's getting close. They may not ultimately, by the end of the year, lead the league in pass attempts, which is strange because the Chiefs and I think the Browns and maybe it's Minnesota, uh, we're, we're all sort of gaining and getting closer and closer to the, uh, to the attempts. Um, so, uh, I mean... What did you like? You just made a statement that I wish I had thought of making earlier, which is so true because we talked about this, you know, dur- during the the off season. That more likely than not, Sam Howell gave you a better chance at a future answer, but Brissett gave you a better chance to win eight games and be in contention. Um, I, I think that's true, and I'm I'm not basing that just on two drives, but the two drives looked completely different. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not like the Rams went prevent. You know, they they rushed for, they were playing base defenses, and he he spread it around. He went to Terry for two, you know, some big ones, but he spread it around um, a little bit um, and, and looked good doing it. Uh, Ron said he's going with. Sam Howell, the rest of the way. I mean, it, do, do you think we'll hear the same thing again today? I mean, I would think so. I don't – again, this is where the Josh Harris part becomes so interesting. For all the people who have been wanting to fire Ron or make all kinds of changes, I think the question becomes what is it that you're you're, you're seeking here? Are you seeking this team – to play better down the stretch and possibly win a game or two? Or are you seeking, hey, let's evaluate people and get, and see what we have going forward? And, you know, obviously, you know, the t- again, the tanking is not about players and coaches attempting to sabotage a game. It's about, uh, you know, in, in the game, it's about, you know, maybe just put, making a decision to focus on other things rather than winning necessarily the, the next game, and I, right, I think evaluating players in, that need to be evaluated, right? The, if you, the, it may not give Brissette you the best chance, chance to win, to, right? And putting Brissett in would would give you a better chance to win the game. I, I don't. I mean, you know. By the way, this goes back to why I felt like Washington should have been aggressive in seeing what they could have gotten for Brissett at the trade deadline. Because, in, I mean, and it's only gotten worse with how many backup quarterbacks people are having right. to use this year. But, like, you know, the guy can play. It's just he's not a guy that you're thinking, hey, we're going to with him under center, we're a contender. And that's where teams tend to shy away. Um, but and he's not going to be here next year, almost assuredly. Just He's a free agent and everything's going to look different. So all that, you know, get a, get a pick and help your cause going forward. Also, it eliminates the confusion over the quarterback situation here. Because you're right, there will be – I mean, I don't know if the building will care, but there will certainly be conversations outside the building about playing Brissett, and that would be a mistake in my view. But at the same point, um, you know, if you're Rivera, I would imagine you understand that your boss is not looking for you to get a bunch of wins at this point, and therefore what is the point of using Jacoby Brissett other than just, I don't know, rest, give, give Hal a break, a mental break? I, I don't know what the point would be otherwise. Yeah, I mean, look, I think both quarterbacks could easily lose all three games playing, you know, good football. Their defense is still horrendously awful, although they're going to play the worst offense in the league, maybe the worst offense the league has seen in years. 
uh, assuming Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. That would have been the perfect spot, by the way, to trade Jacoby Brissett, but the Jets were never interested uh, in finding somebody during the course of their season. With that defense, it's criminal that they didn't have a competent backup quarterback because they actually would be playing for something uh, this weekend, Sunday. Um, But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, this clearly now makes the conversation, it, and it's not just what happened at the end, although that that obviously adds fuel to it, but it's kind of the regression of Sam Howell here in recent weeks that makes you know the draft position very important, and then what the new regime will end up doing in in at the end of April very important. I I hope that they have as many options and as much leverage with the highest pick possible because one pick could literally mean five to six spots in the draft. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, and I will say that in terms of Sam, Howe, you know, the, the conversation we've had and others have had, I imagine has been, Hey, you know, look midway through the year, it's clear he could play in this league. Is he a starter? Well, that's to be determined. But it, and if he is a starter, you know, how high up the food chain does he rank? But the last few weeks, that impression has started to uh, decline a bit. And I think now we're moving more towards, all right, well, I, I mean, like, like in terms of next year, if they decide ultimately with the fourth or fifth pick, if that's what they get, that they're going to go for an offensive tackle or, or a defensive end or whatever and, and say, hey, we have Sam Howe. This is interesting. We think, you know, you guys will think it's interesting and therefore we're, you know, we, we can keep rolling with this for at least another year and see what happens. I, I don't know. It's a, if, the, if the pace continues to go like this, I don't know that, that those same vibes are going to be there. This is where part of the evaluation isn't just about Sam Howe. It's about the coaching staff, the pieces around him, um, you know what's going. You know what 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 needs to be done to help him, or is it really just he, he finally showed kind of what he's all about, and you know why teams pass on him in the draft, et cetera? I, I think that that part of this is going to be really interesting because if these if if, if the final three games resemble what we've seen the last three or four games, I don't feel like people are going to have the same warm and fuzzies about how uh, into the offseason should they decide that they're going to stay with him. Look, it doesn't matter about our warm and fuzzies. Um, it matters what the new regime thinks. But as I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, we did a poll uh, about uh, just less than a month ago. 90% said don't use the draft for a quarterback. They said Sam Howell's QB1. And the poll from last night, 75% draft. A, 75% are now draft a quarterback. So you do, as you and I have said, you know, together and to all of the – you know, um, howlers and all of the people that were anti-howlers all season long. You don't want to rush this. You have 17 games. You're not going anywhere. This season's not about competing for anything. You're going to have a big change in the regime. Get 17 games of an, of an evaluation. And we've got 14 of the 17 in um, now. And, uh, you know, it's it's becoming more likely to me that the new regime is going to look serious seriously at the draft. Let's get to the long snapper. Uh, we've talked about this no less than a dozen times this year because... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. He has struggled all year long. I mean, Ron's, this was real negligence, football negligence anyway, during the course of the season. There's no chance that he's on the roster after tomorrow, right? I would be surprised if he's the long snapper next week. I don't know if there's like a weirdness where you say, well, we don't want to cut him because when he drafted or something. But yes, other than that, I I would imagine somebody else is snapping uh, next week. Um, and then Ben, lastly, the idea, and I, I, I don't think I was alone. I think many of you out there listening agreed with me. I think Ben had this same thought last year at the end of the year, we said, well, you know, it's a pretty good roster though. The roster is in as good a shape as it's been in, in a long time. And we were excited about the defense, the defense, you know, the defensive line in particular, but also the secondary and some of the players there. We recognized offensive line, linebacker, and QB as question marks for sure. I, I mean, what are we learning through 14 games with three to go about the roster? Is this going to be a complete teardown? Um, and re, you know, a, 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 a truly a long-term rebuild, building from scratch. They'll have the opportunity to do a lot in one year with cap space and draft choices. But you know, how do you view the roster now? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, when um, you know over the last couple of years, when Rivera tried to get uh, a veteran quarterback, you know, with some with some uh, status. The thought was okay, independent of what a trade could be, plug in that quarterback with these receivers and that defensive line, and hey, maybe Washington is is a legit contender. I mean, maybe they're not the best in the conference, but like that, you know, there's enough there. I don't think that's the case anymore, right? I mean, <clears throat> obviously trading Young and Sweat, who is having, you know, he's Monta Sweat is killing it right now, but um, but beyond that, yeah, I mean, they're the, the holes remain 
Um, you know, you mentioned offensive line, linebacker, tight end, those things. But the strengths have just kind of faded. The, the defensive backfield, you know, obviously whatever progression they made last year has faded. The defensive line, you know, Payne had a good game yesterday with a couple sacks, et cetera. But, like, you know, there, there, there's not enough up front anymore to say, well, they have the group of down, Payne, these ends go forward. They need to get help there. Um, I, it's hard to say that I don't even know what a strength is at, at, at this point. Even at receiver, you know, Curtis Samuel is going to be a free agent. And realistically, I don't think they should re-sign him for any kind of money um, because they were, they're already over-invested at that position. But, you know, th- what's going on with Jahan Dotson this year? Is it just that Sam Howell isn't willing to throw the ball downfield as much as Brissett? I, I, the, whatever the strengths are of this team, they are very, very hard to see at this point. Certainly not strength where the opposition comes in and says, we have to alter these parts of our game plan to combat this. Rather, it's just they come in, do what they do, and take advantage of Washington's weaknesses. And that is a huge problem. So, yes, uh, even from like two months ago, the, 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 my view of the roster has declined considerably. But the good thing is, you know, so many guys are free agents. They've got the $90 million in cap space, the, the, the nine draft picks. They don't really have any bad contracts unless you think paying John Allen and Deron Payne is, you know, just way too much for, for what they've gotten from them this year. You know, that, there is a, this is a great opportunity to, for a fresh start. But I, I would say that on the assumption that they end up going with, like, drafting a, a quarterback, this is much more of a rebuild long-term play than I definitely would have thought uh, when the year started. Yeah, you know, in thinking back, I mean, there was a lot of conversation about the draft, you know, early on. Uh, I think K.J. Henry, Andre Jones Jr., Quan Martin have all been pretty impressive at times. The defense was terrible again yesterday, but I actually like what I've seen from those three players. I'm just curious in the conversations that you have with people out there, are any of these rookies super intriguing, especially the guys that have gotten a chance to play here recently? Is anybody saying, you know, that you know that K.J. Henry actually has a couple of good moves, he's got some quick twitch, this guy could really become a good pass rusher. I'm just curious if there's been any further review since we've started to see more of the draft choices play. Um... I think we've collectively have sort of baked in the impression that we have of just how frustrating it's been because even if they're showing some signs, it's been after things started to um, implode. Obviously, you know, it, it, you know, declaring any of them a bust based on what we saw halfway through the year or even today, you know, is overstating it. There's so much has gone on, gone wrong here. I mean, they did fire the defensive coordinator that fired defensive back coach. I don't think anybody was thinking those moves were wrong, right? Something needed to give. Um, <clears throat> it's been confusing. I think that's the part when we, when you ask about, is this a total rebuild? I think part of the question is going to be particularly on defense, maybe offense too, but on defense is what, what was, were people just being used in the wrong way? Um, how is it conceivable that these guys are, are giving up, these coverage busts over and over and over again, but do they not understand how to do their job or is they, are they getting put in the wrong position? So I think, you, you know, even when you're talking about the, 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 the rookies, 
yeah, I agree with you. KJ Henry, I think, has shown something each week. He seems to pop at least once or twice. Um, you know, Quan Martin was barely being used. I mean, the first half of the year, same with Henry, uh, for for a variety of reasons. So I, I, I don't. I'm not hearing like, oh wow, everybody needs to reassess this rookie class. I just think it's now. It's not the rookie class that I was looking for. I was I was curious if if anybody out there has said. Playing this KJ Henry, this guy's a real pass rusher. He's going to be he's going to be a really good player in the NFL. If anybody has said anything specifically about one of those players now that they've gotten more time, because I think KJ um, Henry's got some quick twitch and looks, you know, and is and has great feel. I mean, he's got like four TFLs the last two to three games. Uh, Jones is long. I actually think Quan Martin's played well. He was on teams playing well. Now he's playing defensively and has played better. I was just curious if anybody had said anything about any of these players that have finally gotten a chance to play. I mean, you know, like I said, not in particular, but the conversations okay. have not been in that like vein. It's all been about, well, what, where's everything gone, gone wrong and, and putting it right. there. Um, and also like, it's like, well, okay. Are they like, it, if KJ Henry and Quan Martin are playing better, cool. But does that mean they are starters next year? Are you projecting the players? You still need to go get other stuff. And if you have to go get other stuff, then you know, then what we're talking about some backups, and that's fine. Except for the fact that the starting is the starters are a problem. You know, it's one thing to say, hey, we got another good backup when you have Montez Sweat and Chase Young. But if that's the guy's not replacing them, then you still need that. And then all of a sudden, they're you know, the conversation gets pushed down to what they. To what they are, but yes, I do agree that there's been more signs, more positive signs as the season has gone on for some of these guys. But you know, not enough for the to, to, I think for anybody to have the feel goods uh, about this year. I think it's the, the way you put it last week, and I, I mean, back to Sam for a moment. Just what if this schedule had been flip flop? People, what if they had opened with the Cowboys, Niners, Jets, Rams, Dolphins, and Cowboys instead of the Cardinals, Broncos, Bills, Eagles, Bears, Falcons? Um, and there weren't these opportunities against defenses that weren't that good. The Bills' defense early on when they were healthy was pretty decent. Um, would we have ever gotten to Week 14 before a benching? The answer is no, clearly. Uh, and what would have happened to the season? But that's not the way it laid out, and we have what we have which is going to make for interesting conversation moving forward. What else from the game stood out to you? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, I was uh, what I uh, kind of wrote about today on The Athletic was that how, you know, so Josh Harris is at the game. The ownership group has gone to seemingly all the road games, I believe, uh, but not just because they own the team and that's you go sit in the owner's box. Like they're doing, you know, fact-finding, you know, Tell us about your stadium. What's going on here? Give us the tour. How did you make these decisions, or what? What have you learned? And, and obviously, they're doing that for for what the Commanders look to build down the line. SoFi is such a futuristic looking stadium; it doesn't even almost compare to the others in the league. But and so to me, it was sort of like it's a it's a great opportunity to fact find on the stadium front. But also, I think the thing that this team has not had co- coherently over the four years of Ron Rivera is a plan. It feels like whatever they're doing, it's just constantly lurching to address this hole at this time rather than some sort of coherent plan. And you look at the Rams, you know, this is a team, you know, with the uh with the GM being uber aggressive in trading high picks for star talent 
and um, using later picks to, to supplement those pieces. You know, the Rams obviously are not the Super Bowl contender they were, but they have been, you know, they were easily one of the best teams in the league for a five-year period. They won a Super Bowl, one to another. And even now, I guarantee you, nobody wants to see them in the playoffs because you have Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. But it isn't just that the four, you know, those four really good pieces – it's there's sort of a mentality of they understand who they are and what they're doing. They draft to the plan. They they <clears throat> they have there's there's a week to week. It seems like and I don't follow the Rams obviously, but week to week they seem to understand who they are and what they're about. And that has just not been the case here. So I, I just looked at it like does Josh Harris as he continues to go around the league, not just asking questions. Hey, what did your architect decide to do for the roof? He's looking and seeing why is this team succeeding what are they doing how did they come up with their plan because the gm part of this and the coaching part is going to be huge obviously they got to figure out it's not just this person was is some hot shot what's their plan you know i mean arthur smith in atlanta was this you know really good hire people are excited about and he can't use he can't figure out how to use his three skill players that they drafted in the top 10 picks right so what's the plan how do you get this thing turned around hopefully for me that's what josh harris is, is paying attention to when he's on the road, not just the stadiums, but what these teams, these successful teams are doing. How nice is that stadium? I haven't been. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty futuristic. It obviously works for their climate because it's got open, you know, spaces uh, under the roof, uh, all, you know, throughout uh, throughout the building, uh, which is something you couldn't really do here. But yeah, it's it's very cool. Uh, looking with, with, without a doubt for that place, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if they're making the uh, the revenue back, uh, or we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes over time because they spend a ton of money. But yeah, a very cool place to hang out. Yeah, Crocky's own money uh, for all of it. Uh, thanks, appreciate it. I'll talk to you this week. Awesome, man. See ya. Ben Standing, everybody. We will uh, take a quick trip around some of the big games from yesterday when we come back. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980, the Team980.com. We are also free and live on the Odyssey app. By the way, the two injuries Tyler Larson left with a knee injury, Charles Leno uh, Jr. left with a calf injury. That uh, you'll have more information on later today when Ron has his presser. That injury report presented by Centers for Advanced Orthopedics, more physicians, more locations. More advanced, care-centered around one thing, that's you. Visit CFAOrtho.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.